Slan Shiva, and uh, welcome to our big day, 2020. It uh, it has been a fun day watching some of the uh, main uh, some of the figureheads of Ardbeg on Facebook Live uh, um, going through some of the releases uh, through the committee releases, some of their favorite bottlings. Um, saw Dr. Bill Lumson with his uh, with Alligator, um, the gentleman from Texas who was talking about Dark Cove. Um, and a gentleman from Munich, uh, I forgot his name, so I apologize, but uh, he um, was talking about Ardbog. And the fun thing was is that every after every one, they showed a commercial for that particular release, um, which I hadn't seen many of them. So it was actually kind of fun to look at some of them while I was outside working on my fence, um, which has basically been a full-time job. Um but I wanted to squeeze this episode in real quick. Sadly, I won't have a lot of time today, nor am I going to be touching on all of the bottles of Ardbeg that I have, which was my, originally my plan um, to kind of go through and do that, but I was unable to do that. So putting out a little Scotland the Brave in the background, um, since I'm not allowed to actually record music directly through this, um, onto this podcast, but... Uh, I do have a three-bottle lineup in celebration of Ardbeg. Um, two of my favorites, along with um, the Wee Beastie, um, which is relatively new. A five-year-old. Um, and it is uh, got a nice little nose to it. So the three that I chose, because I have nine bottles now um, of Ardbeg. Uh, I've got the Ian Oa, the Ugadal, the Dark Cove, the uh, Kildalton, Kelpie, the Grooves. Um, I do have a bottle of the limited release black, um, but that is not, uh, as I said yesterday, it's not uh, touchable until um, my birthday. And then <laughs> the Supernova and the Wee Beastie. So uh, the idea was to drink all nine of them today, but I have things to do this afternoon and would like to remain conscious. So. Um, I narrowed it down to three. Um, and again, two of my favorites, the Supernova Committee release from 2015 and uh, the Kelpie Limited release, um, which I do, f- I, they, are, they really are two of my favorites, and I do find them both to be phenomenal. And then again, the Wee Beastie, so let's get right to it. Um, but yeah, today is the last day of, of, of Fish, and um, our bag usually closes it out, I I think that's accurate. Um, they do things during the week, but uh, this is usually their big day. And they close things out for the, the festival. And um, their committee release this year has, has garnered a lot of attention. I think it did much better than Drum did last year. I don't know. There's people that like Drum. Um, I heard a lot of mention of Pineapple. Um, didn't really appeal to me. I probably should have still purchased one um, when I had the chance, but just to be um, not too picky, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think I ended up with something else uh, instead of the um, the drum that year. But the black has garnered a lot of attention, and I look forward to doing a separate episode just on that. Um, and it has done pretty well. Uh, but the first one we're going to talk about yeah. is the newest release for the core range, and that is a five-year-old Wee Beastie Um it is supposed to be pretty intense, um, especially for a young, five years younger than uh, the 10, obviously. And 
does not ha disappoint in the nose region, that is for sure. Mmm. Well, that is definitely Ardbeg. <laughs> it has the Ardbeg signature smoke and um, campfire tar that it that Ardbeg tends to have underlaying all of their expressions. Um, that is definitely there. It is definitely drinkable. It's a little hot, but it is, uh, and it's a little young, um, but it is not by any way, shape, or form. Um, a disappointment. It's very good um, for probably one of the least expensive bottles that I've picked up in a long time, coming in right around anywhere. I've seen anywhere between 35 38 to it was uh, $44.99 at Binnie's. And um, it's a good start. It's a good start. It's a good dram. Um, it's got some pepper to it. It's got a nice palette on it. It's leggy. It's a light color. It's a kind of a hayish color. Um, but all three of my bottle uh, glasses I have in front of me are all similarly colored. I think the Supernova is a little wee bit darker than the, uh, the Wee Beastie or the um, Kilpie. But uh, Wee Beastie coming in at 47.4%. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's it right off the label, it says young and intensely smoky, which is indeed what uh, what I picked up on with the rich, ex rich explosive mouthfeel of chocolate, tar, and savory meats. Yeah, I mean, it's got a little bit of a salty brisket. I guess since I just had bar pork the or barbecue last night, it does have a little bit of a of a burnt end flavor to it. Um, I definitely get a dark chocolate feel. That tar that well, that's that tar is an underlayment um, of the Ardbeg signature taste. You get a little bit of that, that smoky campfirey tar, uh, charcoaly kind of thing. Um, it's got a nice smooth finish. It's 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 not harsh. Um, it's not. Um, it's not mind blowing to be honest, but for, for an expression of that age, it fits very well in the line, um, of core range bottlings from the Weeby Cidiano, the 10 year, uh, Korvekin and Ugadol. It would fit very well in that, uh, five glass tasting. If you're going to put it in there, it would be right at home. Hmm. Ooh, get a big mouthfeel, and it's it's lively. Oh, drink it. Sipping it is one thing. You get a nice mouthful, mouthful in there, and it really kind of takes on a whole other world. It's got, uh, there's definitely some, some pine. Uh, it does get a little bitter. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> in small amounts, it's pretty good. When you get a big mouthful, it's it does go another world. It goes another direction. Um, but like I said, not disappointing to say the least. All right, I'm being harassed, so I'm gonna have to wrap this up quickly here. So I apologize for the speed with which I'm going through this. 
So the Arbic Supernova is a 2015 community release. There was a ton on the shelf at the uh, um, gift shop when we were there in 2017. So I sampled some and I bought one for myself and one for my Uncle Ted. And it is, of all of the rankings that I've given over the uh, course of my collection, the Arbic Supernova is my heart and soul. That is my favorite. Um, it is a 99 as far as I'm concerned. Um, the Arbeg Wee Beastie would be an 85 if I was going to put a number on it. Probably 80. Man, let's dial it back to an 83. Again, just given to its age. Um, and it's um, a little bit of a harshness and a little weird. So it's right around 83. But again, it's not bad. It's just different. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But the Supernova is um, my flagship Ardbeg. It is the one that I um, hold nearest and dearest to my heart. And it is um, one that I gradually um, and very cautiously take wee little nips of. And it'll also be one... Um, right alongside that um, Bunahaven 2007 signatory that I have will be very sad when it's gone. Um, it is a 54.3% and it is every bit of it. Um, it is just wonderful to smell. It is, it is just, it's got kind of a lime citrusy smell nose to it very underlying Ardbeg notes very pleasant very light which is hard to say for an Ardbeg and it is delicious mm. Mm. it has one of the most um, it's right there with the Kalila 17 unpeated as far as it, the longer you leave it in the mouth, the more intense it gets. But it is, while it will linger in your mouth, when you swallow it, knock it back, it's not very long going down. It's not a very long burn, hot finish. It's a very short, very sweet, very warming finish. Um, but it's not something that overpowers the back of your throat. But it is just so easy to drink, and it's very, very... Ardbeg though, so if you're not a peat freak, you don't like a lot of, uh, you don't like an underlying bit of smoke. I think the Ardbeg Wee Beastie is smokier than a Supernova, um, but it is a definitive Ardbeg dram, and it's very easy to drink, and it's just one of my, again, it's one of my favorites, in my humble opinion. However, I don't recommend drinking it after the Wee Beastie. The Wee Beastie's got kind of a Lafroig 10 thing going for it, where it kind of hijacks your taste palette. Not in a bad, I mean, well, in a bad way if you're trying to sample other things, but um, if you're sipping it by itself, uh, it, 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 has, it has that ability to kind of hijack your taste buds, much like the Lafroig 10. Um, the Supernova is just, it's, it's in another world. I really like it. And then now moving on to the Kelpie. See, the Kelpie is also a very wonderful dram to me. It is um, slightly darker than the Wee Beastie in the color. Um, has legs for days, much like the other two. Uh, it is a 46%. As most of the current limited edition releases are, um, 
they'll be knocked back from the committee release. So the committee release, it'll come out first for most of these special releases, uh, all of the Our Big Day releases for the last 20 years. There will usually be a committee release that's at cask strength, and then it will follow with a limited release um, bottling that will be dialed back into the normal range of around 40s, in the, you know, the mid to high 40s, um, and they'll come with a box. Which, if it's important to you, the committee release versus <laughs> limited edition, the limited editions have a box. The uh, the black box is pretty spectacular. Um, oh, with the Kelpie, it's just it is it's just it's a breath of fresh air. Again, there's those citrusy notes, a little bit of seaweed, which again is is trademark of the Kelpie. Um, oh. It's a peppery finish. It's a peppery mouth, not too oily, warm, not too hot. It doesn't build like the Supernova, but it does. It does take you for a ride. Um, it is. It it's it's another easy drinker. I mean, our bag is just. I am our bag is my number one distillery. So if that isn't clear by now, um, it 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 is. It, it it's our bag, Lefroig, and then Buna Havens slow is quickly as is Brookline. I mean they're all just rising to the top. So it's going to come to a point where there really aren't isn't going to be a lot that differentiates each distillery on Isla from one another because they are all really different, but they all make really really great whiskey. Um, Bunahaven does really well with the sherries, and Kalila does real well with with its um, with its peaty kind of and unpeated finishes, and uh, just the way that it kind of explodes. Lagavulin does very well with the smoke aspect of its whiskeys. Lafroig does very well with. I feel it starts to go past the ten year. The ten year cask strength is really the benchmark for me because of just how much it is alive and then it moves on from there brook lottie really does a great unpeated whiskey it's a smooth light but then their octomore was just such such an amazing dram kill holman does a really good job with a lot of the things that they're marrying their whiskey with different casks bowmore really does great things with sherry and some of the other expressions that they have that i haven't really touched on yet and um Ardbeg, just to me, all of their expressions have that. Um, they all seem to somehow have that signature smoke, signature base flavor, baseline, and then build upon it with other finishes, other flavors, other things that they manage to get out of the whiskey that they make for either a release or for their for their standard core ranges or even their age statements. It all has a, that signature Ardbeg flavoring, and then it goes from there. And Ardbeg just really has always hit it out of the park for me. I don't know what it is, um, if it was just the experience of staying at the Seaview Cottage, but I've always, when it's, when I first had that Ardbeg 77 eons ago, um, the last time I had it was probably at my friend Sean's house a few years back, but it just, the Ardbeg 77 kind of started it for me. And then we went there, and things kind of just grew from that. Um, I think I have the most bottles from Ardbeg, second to Lafroig. Uh, Lafroig would come in second. Um, I do have quite a few Lafroig offerings, too. And it, 
it's just, it's, our bag is just, I can't say enough good things about it. So I'll, again, I'm pressed for time, so I won't get too far into it. But the Kelpie, I'll probably do an episode just by itself for about Kelpie again, because The Kelpie just really kind of, it does a similar thing that the Arabic Supernova does where it, it builds on intensity, but it doesn't get too hot. The Arabic Supernova, when it builds on intensity, it gets just, it gets really, really intense. It starts to burn on the tongue. It starts to really overtake the mouth. It starts to really coat the inner lining of your mouth and their tongue and really kind of take over the palate and say, hey, I'm here. Kelpie does the same thing, but it's a bit, it's its dialed back. It's a little more subdued. You get the kind of the seaweed flavorings. You get the underlying tar and chocolatey, smoky, hard big signature with the Kelpie. And then you get kind of the sea spray, sea salty, um, wet, an ocean wetted campfire. So you get that sea spray salty smell from the ocean mixed with a, a um, like it just washed out your, your campfire. That's kind of the taste and smell you get, but it's not like it sounds, you know what I mean? It does, it's not like I'm literally drinking ash. But you can kind of, you can picture it and envision it in your head when you're actually kind of focusing on the flavor on your palate. You can kind of put yourself there, if you know what I mean. It's just, it's a sensory experience that is impacted by your, your, your palate. The finish is smooth and easy and it doesn't really linger very long. But it, but the Kelpie really kind of, and the, I mean, all of Ardbeg, that's the thing about Ardbeg, it's a lot like... It kind of does the same thing Lefroig does. Lefroig, the Lefroig 10 especially, really kind of is like drinking liquid ash. The Kelpie does a similar thing, but it's not as, it's not as overpowering. Lefroig 10 really just kind of hijacks everything and it's it's it. That's all you're tasting. The Kelpie will, will command your taste buds, but then it's going to let them go. Um, and then let it kind of relax and you can kind of dial back and enjoy another dram, move on to something else. And it's not going to be, uh, it's not going to influence whatever it is. You may follow up with it during your tasting. So very good. So happy Ardbeg day. Again, I'm sorry. This was kind of short and very brief and not very descriptive. Um, the last two were kind of rushed at Bunahavan and today, um, mainly for time and, um, just to kind of celebrate the, the whole fish. Um, week and for those two distilleries in particular, um, and it, my liver wouldn't allow me to do it all week. I'm glad I didn't have time to do it all week. Sadly, it would have been nice to have done every day each distillery and kind of follow along. But um, again, if I hope that you're if you're listening and you're enjoying a dram of, of Ardbeg or something that you love, uh, you know, as always, please enjoy it one dram at a time. But I hope that you're doing it, you know, in the just to enjoy the day because it's been a gorgeous day today um having a hard time closing this episode <laughs> but to enjoy it's a gorgeous day today it's a perfect day to have a nice little cigar a nice little oh, glass of whiskey and just enjoy it so please again enjoy your whiskey one dram at a time and slanjava um, happy face and uh take care <laughs>